0: If you have your Bibles this morning, we'll not get through this this morning, we'll probably not get through this tonight, so uh, just bear with us. Yeah, bless your brother. We're going to speak today on, on a subject that uh, I believe is just about ready. Matter of fact, it might happen today. Yeah, bless you, brother. We're going to talk about the rapture. <coughs> Amen. So I've got a bu- bunch of verses. We're just going to read one. We're going to turn to the book of Titus, chapter number 2. Then I might read the other verses later on as we go. Titus chapter 2, if you have a Schofield Bible, on page 1284. (coughs) 1284. Titus chapter 2. We're going to start down about verse number 11. So well, when you get there, just say amen or stand or whatever you want to do. If you can't stand, that's fine. But the Word of God says, For the grace of God hath bringeth salvation, hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live how? Soberly? Righteously and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar zealous of peculiar people zealous of good works these things speak and (coughs) exhort and rebuke with all authority let no man despise thee our gracious heavenly father it's a privilege to be here lord we thank you for our friends in in maple hill lord we love them because you love them and lord we just ask now if we look just a few minutes in your scriptures today Lord, you'll be, bring honor and glory to your word. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated. If ever there was a time that the church should be busy, it's today. I believe that the world as we see is heading for a great climactic end. As a child of God, we ought to be looking for the glorious appearing, that blessed hope in Jesus Christ this morning. I don't know about you, but... As I look at the conditions of the world today, it can't be too much longer. I believe as time goes on and and, uh, every day that passes by this morning, that uh, we see the devil getting more bold in all that he does. If you look at... uh, the state of America today, you're going to find out that America is bankrupt. And we're bankrupt not just monetarily, but I believe in America today we're bankrupt spiritually. And that's a terrible thing. And so I believe as the days get farther along that the rapture of the church could happen at any moment. And so the signs of the time we can really know by simply studying God's Word. Amen. We can know that it's almost time, and I believe the rapture is about to happen, by reading. God's Word. I believe if you can go home today and you'll turn your news on, that you're not going to see anything but bad news. I have good news, Jesus is coming. Amen. I'm glad he's coming today, amen. I'm glad he's coming for me and I'm glad he's coming for you. But I, I'm going to tell you, if you really look at the condition of the end times I tell you how you know well, one reason you can know that Jesus is about ready to come is by the church age we live in the Laodicean church age of Revelation chapter number 3 so you can know that Jesus is getting ready to come by just watching the church. People really don't have much interest in the church today. Christians don't really have much interest in church, church attendance, or church giving. But Jesus says in Revelation 3, I'll just read it while I'm here. He said unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write these things, saith the Amen, the faithful and the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. He said, I know thy works. Thou art neither cold nor hot. I would that thou work cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Isn't that something? So, How do you know Jesus is coming? We we know by the news. We can see things going on in the news. We can see the terrible things that's going on in the world. But if you'll just look at the church, you'll know that Jesus is about to come. So we ought to be excited today that God has allowed us to be here. This might be the last service we'll ever attend before Jesus calls his bride away this morning. Amen. So we we have a glorious victory today. We have a glorious future today in Jesus Christ. Amen. So aren't you glad you're saved today? So in God's word, according to God's word, nothing else really has to happen. We're not looking for anything else to happen. We know when you get in the gospels, you know, Jesus is talking about his second coming, but we don't really have to look for anything. We're just looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of Jesus. But we're not looking for the mark of the beast. We was up Walmart yesterday. One of my buddies had, had come up to me and I, I preached at their church last Sunday and, and he just he was going on about what we was preaching about. And he, he was talking, uh, you know, about the church age, really. He, he was talking about the how the church is really not what it should be. Amen. But I'm glad today that God's building the church. And, and it's without spot. And it's without blemish. And it's, this world is just about to wrap up. So we know that uh, there's nothing else. There's no more signs that have to be. Uh, uh, given we know that Jesus is coming so we might ask well why should we study the doctrine of, of the revelation and why should we study uh, about the rapture one is simply this is to we study about the rapture of the church to determine God's truthfulness you know God's word is true amen <laughs> I'm not looking for anything but Jesus to come. I'm not looking for anything going on in the world. Like I said, I was talking to my buddy yesterday. He was talking about, was it Sweden? Was you there when he was talking about in Sweden or somewhere that they're actually putting chips in people nowadays? And that's a pretty common thing. And so we had the technology to do all those things. And when you see those things, you know that Jesus is coming. Amen. Uh, if you go on and read you study the revelation. So if we study the rapture, we can see God's truthfulness. And why do we study about the rapture of the church is simply for the stability of our hope today. We should be looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of God. Now, I wonder today how many of us and how many Christians today are looking for Jesus to come today. Amen. Uh, probably most Christians you'll see, you'll pass them as we came, probably had a four-wheeler strapped behind their vehicle, and they had no idea that Jesus might come today. Amen. Yeah. Now, I don't say they're all saved, but I guarantee you, some of them driving down the road was saved. It don't matter. They didn't think Jesus was coming today. Amen. Yeah. How many today are just got too lazy to get up and come today? Amen. Yeah. Amen. That, that's, a, that's a big thing. But I believe if we actually would study God's word and determine God's truthfulness and we'd have stability in our hope today and we would know that Jesus is coming, we'd be more dedicated to the cause of Christ. The third thing, the reason we study about the rapture of the church is to determine the future for Christians. Amen, aren't you glad for that today? Listen, we have a bright future. This world has no future for me or for you. When we talk about Christ's death, we talk about his burial and his resurrection, we talk about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, really, even from Genesis up to the gospels, they're speaking of somebody that's coming and his name was Jesus. Amen. So there's good news today. Jesus is coming. I remember back in the 70s, some of you not as old as me, but there used to be a book out called Good News for Modern Man. Anybody remember that book? You can probably Google it somewhere. It's good news. Listen, I think there's good news for modern man today, and it's called the Bible. That's the good news today. Amen. We pray, we spread the gospel. The gospel is the good news. I'm glad we have the good news today. Listen, without, uh, without understanding the rapture, Listen, we'll have wavering, and we'll have no assurance if we don't study God's Word. Yeah. And that brings us, like I said, if we would know that Jesus could come today, in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, and we'll get to all that, I don't know if we'll get to that to save you or not, I tell you, our faith would be unwavering today. Amen. And we would know that we have an assurance that Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming today and I believe that wholeheartedly. Amen. I believe that today. The sad thing about when he's talking about the rapture that men don't believe that Jesus is coming today. And the saddest part of that is simply this. Most Christians live Most Christians act like Jesus is never coming. Isn't that something? So what should be our priority today? We should be looking for the blessed hope. Amen. When we got up this morning, we should have been looking for Jesus to come. Amen. How many of us do that? I fail to do that some days. Some days you get so busy, you just get up and go, and you never think about it. But in 1 Chronicles 12, verse 32, it says simply this, and it says, it reveals that the children of Issachar were men who had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to be. What we need today are men that understand the times that we're living in. And women, all right? We'll say man, we say mankind. But we need people today who understand the times that we live in. If we understood that Jesus could come today, I we'd be busy out doing the works of God. We'd all be trying to win our families. Amen. Isn't that something? So we know today that we all be busy doing the works of God, trying to win our family, trying to win all the souls we can for Jesus. So when you look at the times and we know Jesus is coming because we believe that the rapture is the next event in God's prophecy, we know that the If you just look at the world, we have famines, we have earthquakes, amen. We now have people today discussing new world orders. We see in the news Russia and China and Iran. We see all these things coming about. See, if we had the understanding of God's word, then we would know that Jesus is on the doorstep. I believe it, amen. Amen. So you read all of these things and still people don't believe. It's really a shame. Now is the time for Christians to have joy. Amen. I'm not discouraged today. Amen. I'm not disheartened today. Listen, I'm not disappointed today because I know as the times draw near, as I th- see the things going on in the world, I know that Jesus is about to come and the rapture is about to happen. Amen. People are always scared. You know, that's the, same, that's the sad thing about Christians. They're always scared. or they're, they're, they're wondering, man, what's going to be next? I'm telling you, what's going to be next is we're all going to be gone. Amen. Will it be something if next Sunday somebody come to this door and wasn't nobody here? Amen. One of these days, and I tell you this a lot, there's going to be one last soul saved. Just one. And you know what? It might go through this door. We never know. Only God knows, Amen. So listen, I, I try to bring it. Be happy, be joyful when you turn on the news. I it gets so sickening now that I hardly I just turn most of it off anymore. I, it's just terrible, Amen. We see Satan and all these things happening in Hawaii. You know, everybody has these million dollar homes, and you think it's a place of paradise. Listen, it's burned up. People have lost their lives, Amen. I wonder how many people thought that Jesus might come, amen? And all that's a bad thing. But the worst thing would be if all you lost everything you had and you was lost and didn't know Jesus as you say. Everything that burn up could be replaced, amen? So now is the time for Christians to have joy, amen? Be joyful, amen? There's nothing good, there's anything good going on in the world. I I don't know of anything good going on in the world, amen? Today, as Satan runs rampant through America, you know what? The church is silent. That's what's wrong with America today. The church has lost their vision. That They forgot that Jesus is coming. And so the church today, they don't speak out. Listen, the devil is coming for these youngins here. Amen. And he'll walk, slap over top of you to get them. Amen. He'll do whatever it takes to get them. Amen. Well, we fail to see that. Listen, if they're not going to learn it from from godly parents, they're going to learn something from ungodly schools. Amen. Now, I ain't got nothing against schools. I went to school. Amen. Now, you see how that turned out. Listen, I'm telling you, it's going to have to start with the parents and the church looking for Jesus to come and winning all of their family today. Every night when me and my wife pray, I pray for all of my lost loved ones. I don't want to, listen, I want my kids, my boys. I want my grandkids, I want them to see Jesus in me. I don't want to just have to tell them about God. I want them to look at my life and say, I want to be like him. Amen. And I failed. And I'm probably the worst person here today. But I know one thing, Jesus get getting ready to come. Amen. Amen. If you don't believe it, go home, watch the news the rest of the day, come back tonight, and we'll, we'll talk some more about it. Amen. Listen, the king is coming. He's coming for his bride. Amen. Isn't that good? Now, listen, in April, when me and Anita be married 50 years. We got married in a funeral home in Lebanon, Virginia. So it don't matter where you get married; it's what you make out of it. I mean, we just said we killed two birds with one stone. that when we went, and if God tarries and and, and until April, Amen. all so forget the date. Anyway, uh, uh, one of my friends, I uh, was his pastor. He owns the funeral home in Logan, and we're going to renew our vows in April, Amen. And so uh, you all be invited, amen? Come down the Hanukkah funeral home, probably April the 12th. All right, I was going to say the 15th, but I don't like that day either. But anyway, the 12th is pretty good, the 15th is a little rough, amen? But listen, if it, God tarries. Listen, we've been blessed beyond all measure. You get married in the funeral home, and, and you think, man, you start off on the wrong foot. I, I've seen people get married, and man, they have th- me uh, thousands of dollars worth of wedding stuff travel here and get married and they ain't married long enough past 18 normal bless god just in and out amen but listen the king is coming amen and we're going to be married and, and back in april the 12th of 1974 I, i'm telling tell you I, I was the groom but the next time i get married bless god i'll be in the bride amen isn't that good listen guys you're gonna be a bride whether you want to or not amen So the king is coming. He's coming for his bride. He's coming for the church. Let me ask you, is he coming for you? Amen. Revelation chapter one, verse number seven, simply says, behold, he cometh. He's coming. Amen. I believe that. So we ought to be excited. Amen. We ought to be excited that God give us another day on earth. And we ought to say, Lord, come quickly. Amen. Wouldn't it be good if Jesus come today? It'd be a great thing. Three reasons for the rapture is simply this, and we'll get into our message here in a little bit, or maybe this evening, is to bring glory to the church. Amen. God's building the church. We are somebody. Amen. We're God's bride. Listen, Jesus is coming for you and for me. Amen. So he's coming for a bride. Amen. Amen. And I believe it could be today. One reason that the rapture happens, not only for the bride, but he's going to restore the nation of Israel. Amen. Israel's in the news all the time. Amen. There's a bunch of people over in the Middle East and all around the world. They think they're going to wipe God's people out. That's never happened. Amen. It's not going to happen. Jesus is going to restore the nation of Israel. And he's going to simply do this. The third thing is that Jesus is going to judge the world. Amen. So that's what's sort of happening in Bible prophecy. So we're not looking for anything. We're not looking for signs. We're not looking for any wonder. We're not, nothing has to happen. When Jesus died and rose again, we had the blessed hope that he's coming back for his bride. That's all. Amen. And when we see, we go home, we, we turn on all the news channels, we look and everything's bad and this and that. Listen, I just say, thank God he's coming. Amen. You could get hung up on that and never be happy. A lot of people are never happy. Every day they go by, they just think they're just trying to hoard up and get all they can. Listen, Jesus is coming. It could happen today. Amen. In Genesis... Chapter 2, uh, verse number 17. We've always looking, we've always been looking for somebody to come. And his name is Jesus. Amen. From Genesis all the way up to the Gospels, the Old Testament and most and part of the New, it, it's simply they're looking for somebody to come. And his name was Jesus. Matter of fact, when Eve gave birth, uh, she said that uh, she thought that the Cain was the promised one, but he wasn't. Amen. And then uh, he th- thought he was the promised one. I'm sorry, in Genesis four, chapter one. So they've been looking for Jesus. Coming. We've been looking for Jesus to come. I've been doing this a long time, been in church all my life. And all I've heard is that Jesus is coming. Anybody heard that? How you heard that all your life? Not, all, not everybody here has heard that all you Listen, it's closer today than it was. It's it. Amen. It's closer today. And I heard that. How do you believe that? I believe it. I'll believe it until he calls me home. Amen. So Eve thought when Cain was born, she thought he was the promised one. But he wasn't. As a matter of fact, Enoch was talking about one. He's talking about Jesus Christ. And Genie, Enoch said that he's coming in Jude chapter 14. Who's he talking about? He was talking about Jesus to come. Uh, so Enoch was looking for Jesus to come. Job was looking for God to come in Job 19 and verse 25. So every since the garden, They've been looking for somebody to come. Finally, Jesus came, born of a virgin, amen, and he lived a sinless life and he died and he rose again and he gave us his promise, I'm coming back. Amen. I believe God, don't you? I believe him today, amen. Jesus is going to come and the next time he comes, he's coming quickly. At the midnight cry, there's a song singing at the midnight cry. Listen, Jesus is about ready to come. Are you ready to go? Are you living like Jesus is coming? Are you excited about Jesus coming? I tell you what, every day goes by, it gets more exciting to know that Jesus is coming. Amen. We're one day closer to eternity. Just one day closer and Jesus is coming. Listen, and Jesus is only coming for his own. Aren't you glad for that? Everybody's not coming. Everyone, Jesus is coming for his own. Amen. No need to be fearful. And no need to be dreadful. Listen, it's time that we we'll be hopeful today. Listen, I believe that Jesus is coming. I believe that the rapture is the next thing to happen in God's a calendar, and I believe God, amen? So if we go on and read the study about the rapture, it's simply this. The rapture has been called a mystery, amen? that's something that never was revealed before. The rapture is a mystery. It was revealed in God's word this morning. If you look at the rapture, They say, well, preacher, you can't find the rapture, the word rapture in the Bible. It's not in there. Amen. It's not in there. But neither is the word Bible. Bible's not in the, you don't find the word Bible in the Bible. Amen. Neither is the word Trinity, but we get that by studying God's word. Amen. I still believe that this is God's holy, infallible word. I believe that wholeheartedly. I believe in the King James Version of the Bible. Amen. I'm an old fashioned King James 1611 Bible believer, Bible preaching. Amen. I don't, I don't, I don't have any other Bibles. Amen. Now I take that back. One time we were studying the difference between the NIV and the King James. And I was so ashamed to buy an NIV Bible. I had a need to do it for me. Amen. And she bought it and every once in a while I see it up there. But uh, but with everything listen, and I saw I heard a preacher today and, and I like his preaching. I sent him on TV and I got up early and I, I sent him on there and he was preaching out of the NIV. That's a non inspired version. That's what that stands for. And, and so I'm gonna tell you see, people are deceived. See that everybody wants to believe, but you gotta dumb it down for everybody, just about they had to have new languages I listened to a preacher and he broadcasts on the radio in the Logan area about every Wednesday morning he had a Bible the other day I didn't know what he was talking about I forgot what he called it I, didn't, I never did hear of it before Neither said she's heard of it But I'm telling you God's word is true amen and that's the reason I believe the King James Bible is true. If we serve a holy God, God's word is true. If we serve a holy God who's able to keep us until the day of redemption, then why can't he preserve his word? We was up there yesterday talking to Anita, you know, uh, to my buddy, and she said, you know, uh, when your grandma and your grandpa who didn't even really go that far and get an education could understand the King James version, how is it these do people can't? You think about it. You know why they don't? You know why they don't understand the Bible? You know why they don't understand the raptures coming? Because they don't want to. They want to live their life. Everybody, every even children of God, want to live their life the way they want to live it and think that everything's going to be all right. Amen? I was down in Myrtle Beach. And and, uh, I might have told you a story. I don't know. My grandson was playing baseball just this year. And one of my buddies I grew up with, Matter of fact, I preached in his church. He, he was the pastor, but he went to that church. And, and they uh, got to talking about drinking. Now, this is in the middle of a baseball game. There's probably a hundred people sitting around us. Amen. They were talking about drinking today. Well, I've had a six-pack of beer in my in, in my freezer since the uh, refrigerator since January. I, I don't drink much. Then my buddy over here, now we're sitting outside of, and he goes to church, bless God every week. Maybe. He said, well, well, I'll drink a beer once in a while. He said, but I don't do it out in public. I said, man, I preached in your church. I don't remember. Well, what is this? (laughs) I must not preach hard enough. You know what I mean? I I know I'll preach next time. But anyway, I think, man, what what is this? Well, we don't think it looks good in public. Well, God saw it. Now, listen, I, I don't believe you'd be a Christian and drink. If you, and if you are, you're not. You ain't the first one I'm going to call on. Bless God, I tell you that right now. Amen. If I have a need, I, I'm not calling on you to pray for me. Amen. But I mean, that's what, see, people that they don't want to believe God's word. This is God's preserved word. God laid it out from Genesis to Revelation. And the very next thing that's going to happen in the world is the rapture of the church. Be thankful today. Hey, be happy. There used to be a song about be happy or something like that. Listen, be happy that Jesus is coming. Aren't you glad he's coming? Listen, I'm glad he's coming. And listen, we ought to pray for these young kids. Amen. We ought to pray for them hard. We ought to pray as school gets ready to start. It's not, it's it's here. Amen. I know it's in Boone County and Logan County. And it just creeps in a little by little. You know what sin does? Sin just creeps in. I mean, just a little bit here. Well, that'll be all right. And you, get, listen, they don't even want to teach you kids anything about God. Now, if you're going to, you want to dress like a woman or a man or something, that's the opposite sex. And they'll be all over that. That's the reason we know that Jesus is coming, that the rapture is going to happen. Amen. But I'm like the old guy you say about the Bible. He simply said this. I believe it from cover to cover. I believe it. I even believe the cover because it says holy Bible on it. And that's the way we ought to be. So listen, get ready. Jesus, get ready to come. Amen. Are you ready to go? Amen. We can't understand the rapture by studying the Old Testament. Amen. You read in the Old Testament all you want, and I don't think you'll find anything about the rapture in the Old Testament. Amen. Amen. Although they say that Jesus is coming, they don't say anything about the rapture. It's a mystery, all right. Now God's—he's revealed it now in the New Testament. Amen. In the Old Testament, they ever talked about—they either talk about Jesus' uh, birth or his bringing his people Israel back to him. Or in the Old Testament, you'll find the time of Jacob's trouble, all right. But you never find anything about the rapture. Until you get to the New Testament. Amen. That rapture is simply the interval between God's first coming and his second coming. All right. Between the first coming of Jesus, all through the Old Testament up until he gets into the Gospels, and Mary gives birth, and he dies on the cross, and then you have the rapture of the church. Amen. And then you simply have the second coming of God. A lot of people get that confused. The rapture and the second coming of Jesus Christ are two different events. Amen. We'll be raptured out before the tribulation happens. Amen. And then you'll have the second coming of God at the the end of the tribulation period. So what does the rapture mean? It simply means the snatching away. It means to seize. It means to get caught up. It means to get... Plucked up, and it means to be taken by force today. Listen, the future worries most people more than anything in all the world. Amen? But it's important today to know that Jesus is coming. Aren't you glad he's coming this morning? I'm glad that Jesus is coming this morning. He could come today. So as you study God's word, now we can see that the rapture is the next thing to take place in God's calendar of events. All these things are going, and all these things are happening. Let me tell you this morning, as we get to close. God's in control. There's nothing going on in this world today that God doesn't know about, or God doesn't let happen. We know today that Satan is the God of this world. Amen. Satan is the God of this world. And so we know what's going to happen by reading his word. And aren't you glad today that Jesus is coming? Aren't you glad for the rapture of the church? I tell you, I'm looking to go up. Amen. I'm looking for that glorious appearing of Jesus Christ this morning. Are you looking for that? Now, I didn't even really get started today. It's a little bit of groundwork. I probably won't finish up tonight. Let me tell you, I'm glad that Jesus is coming. Amen. I'm glad for these young people today that Jesus is coming. Amen. I've I've been looking for Jesus to come since I was just a young boy. Amen. But I know he's coming because of his word. Amen. Listen. He, he tarries for a reason and I, I think you I think today in the Sunday school class you know God's and I'll get to this tonight maybe but God's not willing that any should perish amen but all kind of repentance we might touch on that a little bit tonight but I'm saying that's the reason that the rapture hadn't happened you know what your lost loved one might be the last person that's ever getting saved isn't that something your husband, your wife, your daughter, your son, maybe your grandkid, maybe your great-grandkid. Listen, that might be the last person to get saved. That's really important to know the Word of God. So I'm going to ask you today, are you looking for Jesus to come? Are you really looking for Jesus to come today? I tell you, we need to get back to looking for Jesus to come. I really believe that. I think the church has lost sight. Of Jesus coming back. You know, he talks about seeing churches that they have riches and they have all this, but he's rich, he sees you're wretched and poor. Listen, I'm glad Jesus is coming.